You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. But we've done a lot of that exploration drilling brownfields, which is designed to add another game-changing discovery. And in fact, we already have some quite intense smoke. We haven't put this out yet, but we've got some quite intense smoke. Um, which we're following up with two or three rigs, which is only about five kilometers to the east of where we currently are. So there's lots going on. Thank you for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. And in today's show, we're going to be getting an update from the founder, president and CEO of Osino Resources, Hayadan. We've been featuring uh, Osino for about two years, ever since uh, just before their discovery hole. And in the last two years, Osino has truly been a prime example of what it means to lay out potential milestones, hit those milestones and actually exceed those milestones. So this has become kind of a poster child of Virgin Discovery progressing into a development company. So Haya, welcome back onto the program. Uh, since we last spoke, you've put out a PEA and then past the PEA, you've put out some excellent drill results and you have many drill rigs turning. So there's a lot going on operationally. Um, congratulations on this advancement. And perhaps since we didn't go over the PEA, could you give us a thumbnail overview of the preliminary economic assessment to start with? Yeah, thanks, Bill. It's great to be back. I uh, appreciate the opportunity. Um, so, yes, the last two years was really about drilling, 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 turning that discovery from a discovery into a resource. So that resource, just under 2 million ounces, came out in March. Um, and we followed that up very quickly with a PEA. The PEA was arguably premature because the project is actually still growing as we speak. We we we, we got 10 rigs turning and um, we're adding answers every day. Um, but we put the PEA out because we we wanted the market to understand that, you know, we're not an exploration company anymore. We're not a development company. We've got a real project which is going to turn into a gold mine and soon. So we focus heavily on just getting those, those boreholes into the ground. So we drilled... Um, we've drilled about 80,000 meters this year. That's uh, We drilled 60,000 meters last year, 80,000 meters this year. So far, we're going to end the year with probably 100, 100, 120,000 meters drilled. So very, very active. Um, and that will make that PEA substantially better. So to answer your question on what it is right now, it's about a just under 400 million US dollar NPV. Um, based on 1,700 gold and, and reasonable assumptions. It was done by um, a specialist Australian mine builder, uh, the best of the best, really, like a podium. Um, so all the assumptions are have been stress-tested, benchmarked, et cetera, are very defendable. Um, and the returns are excellent, like 30 40% IRRs, quick payback around two years. So a very credible project, and especially also a very doable project because the capital costs are low. And I think that really sets us apart, like sub $200 million, one of the lowest um, sort of intensity, capital intensity projects out there. So this project is very doable in terms of scale, uh, in terms of technical, metallurgy, geology, et cetera. And we're very focused on not just delivering the project, but to make it substantially better. But um, maybe I should pause there. So... We should point out for new listeners that aren't familiar with the story, this is actually a simple project in terms of its metallurgy, metallurgy, geology, terrain, isn't it? It's it's an open pit, simple project compared to what else is uh, developed in the mining space. Yeah, yes, absolutely. You said it. It's, um, it's a vanilla project. Um, it's got very consistent, uh, well-understood geology. I mean, the, the what you're still calling a, a discovery already has 120,000 meters or so into it. So it's well understood geologically. 
We've done all the metallurgical test work. We've done four phases of MET test work, already feasibility level test work. We, we haven't put out a feasibility level or a feasibility study, but the, the, the work has been done into great amount of detail, um, which has proven that it's straightforward, off-the-shelf processing technology, open pit mining. And also to remind your listeners, you know, I'm a Namibian citizen. I was born in this country. I've developed a project there before, which I ended up selling to Beecher Gold. They built a very successful gold mine. Um, and what we're doing now is just a carbon copy of what we did then. We're just, you know, doing it one one more time. I mean, that that project to remind your 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 listeners is the Archicoto Gold project, which Beecher Gold has, which is doing two hundred thousand odd ounces of production per year. It's a really high quality, very low cost, highly profitable, hundred hundred fifty million dollar free cash flow mine per year. It's a it's a dripping roast. You know, it's a billion dollar company. And what Asino has is actually very similar we're gonna we're not quite there yet in terms of scale but we get, we're going to get there very very quickly i think in sort of six to nine months time when we put out our next advanced um study uh we will prove that and you know our market cap at the moment is 100 million dollars so it's a there's this huge upside protected downside low valuation money is in the bank we know what we're doing so we're just going through the motion ticking the boxes and and you know focusing on delivery that's what we do best and that gold mine is called ochikoto so when you sold that to b2 gold i believe that they came up with some good results after they bought it from you but you just came up with some good results here uh at your deposit twin hills um talk us through these good results on the other side of your pea and how many meters aren't included in the pea that you've now given to the market Yes, so we have a, maybe I'll sort of, sorry, I'll try and keep it brief, but we've got a large gold system, surface system. It's an orogenic system, so it's actually similar to the Carlin in Nevada, geologically speaking. So it's sedimentary hosted, structurally controlled. Um, we identified a very large sort of 50 to 100 kilometer trend that we um, control. We've got a 15 kilometer gold system on it of which about a third has been tested so far. That co currently contains about 2 million ounces. And we've got um, a number of rigs and, and 10, 20,000 meters of drilling to test um, a long strike along that, that trend. So very legitimate uh, potential to add further satellite discoveries and, and add another game-changing sort of satellite discovery to what we already have. Uh, Ochikoto, the full potential of that mine when you sold it, yes. you didn't realize yes. it, but it seems that you're realizing more of it with your Twin Hills discovery quicker before, if you sell it or if you build it, you know, the, the value's going up quickly here. Yeah, for sure. You know, the one thing is, 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 is Ochikoto is a great example. These things tend to grow with time. I mean, the other mine that's like Ochikoto, that's 20 kilometers away from us, it's an ex-angler operation, was built on a million ounces, 30 years later, they've produced two, and they still have more than 5 million ounces in the ground. This is in the nature of these type of gold belts. Now, that obviously doesn't happen overnight, but the way to get there is to just drill holes. You just got to drill holes. That's what we're doing, 10 drill rigs. Um, you asked me about the meters. So um, the PEA had 70,000 meters, which, which uh, comprised the PEA. 
We have since done another 80,000 meters, of which 20 is exploration and, and, and about 60 is resource. So basically, we've doubled the drilling on the PA. A lot of that is infill drilling, which is a bit of a dirty word to some because they think infill drilling is um, kind of doesn't add to the picture. But that's actually wrong because infill drilling improves definition. It's a good thing. So we've done lots and lots of that to make the project better, but it will also make the project bigger. That's just the sort of organic incremental growth. But... We've done a lot of that exploration drilling brownfields, which is designed to add another game-changing discovery. And in fact, we already have some quite intense smoke. We haven't put this out yet, but we've got some quite intense smoke, um, which we're following up with two or three rigs, which is only about five kilometers to the east of where we currently are. So there's lots going on um, and, and, and a really fantastic opportunity to, to turn this into another project very similar to Ochikoto, which is what, what B2 Gold has. So you called yourself a development company, but you're also still an exploration company then with what you just described, right? Yeah, no, we are. I mean, I, I haven't even spoken about the the sort of regional exploration, the the optionality of our very large grant position where we are also active. We've already made a number of surface discoveries in inverted commas because, you know, obviously the word discovery gets abused, but we've we've got lots of upside on, on the rest of the grant and that's actually not, not in the valuation at all. Um, so, I mean, the one thing I could tell you without, without sort of giving it away, obviously I'm in, on a public forum here, but the PEA um, has not created a lot of traction or has gotten, hasn't gotten that much attention in the equity markets because we all know what the state of the gold equity markets is at the moment. But it's certainly attracting attention from corporates. Um, you know, people out there, specialists, operators, gold miners, they know what this is and what this is turning into. And there's a, there's a rapid realization um, from an increasing number of entities that are interested to speak to us. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. I know our share price is low. We, we just need to do what we're doing, keep on delivering, make the project bigger and better. And in the end, um, you know, the right price will be paid. And then can you go from a PEA directly to the feasibility or are you going to do the pre-fees in between? Yeah, great question. We um, we're not going to do a pre-fees in between. I mean that that we we are in effect doing the pre-fees internally right now, but in terms of the PA, is the next study going to be a PA stroke pre-fees or a, or a fees? Probably both, um, and there are technical reasons for it because in a fees you're not allowed to use inferred resources. But as you as you can imagine, with a new discovery, initially it's inferred resources. So generally speaking, fees. Tends to pieces tend to be smaller than PEAs, but I think it's important for us to set the benchmark with the next study. So my feeling is um, it's going to be another PEA followed up very quickly with a fees. And in fact, it's the first time I'm saying it publicly over here on your show, because otherwise publicly I've always said that the next one will be a fees. It will be a fees, yes, but there'll be a PEA as well, I think. We're figuring that out. It depends on what we can find. Obviously, there's so much going on exploration-wise. Um, at the moment. And if we make another discovery, which I hope we can announce in the next few weeks or months, then definitely it should be a PEA, but followed up with the fees because, you know, for us to continue to be a credible developer, um, we need to fast track along that true development path, not promotion, the true development path, which will require a fees near term. So we, we're quite focused on that. And you're already working on your permitting with the Namibian oh, yeah. government? We, 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 we're very close to that. We, in fact, there, there are going to be announcements soon. Um, we, yeah, don't want to say too much, but yes, lots of that in the background. Surface rights, lots has happened. Uh, we, we literally 
95% there. That's another key de-risking event. We water, we, 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 we've got a large hydrological drilling program. You know, Namibia is a dry country. So there's so much going on in the background, which will which is designed to de-risk the project and deliver it to a shovel-ready stage. And I think we'll be there in about a year's time. So just with that, I, I expect a substantial re-rate um, of, of our you know, rating and share price. And then, of course, there's the there's a very, very real possibility of additional game-changing discoveries. And then in terms of actually building the mine, is it about a 12-month process, do you estimate at this point, to what it would take to build the mine? I think it's a bit more so like a podium who are, you know, mine builders, they think it's about 15, probably about 15 months. So the steps would be PA fees in the first half of next year, a PA probably earlier, fees probably in, in the in the sort of Q2 next year. Um, hopefully by mid-year, we should have the permitting in place. Um, and then it's feed, they call it front-end engineering and design, which is basically turning your feasibility study into actual drawings and designs. Um, of course, debt financing would have to be raised also in the first half of next year, which we're already engaging with banks as we speak. Um, and then sort of late next year, you could expect um, early works potentially. Of course, um, then the question is, are we going to do it on our own? Will we do it with partners? Will we do it? Will, will a partner do it on our behalf? Who knows? That's all in the stars. But we certainly develop the project um, on the basis that we will develop it or co-develop it. So production 2024, if everything goes as planned, would that be an estimated timeline? No, I think that should be it. I think if we don't achieve that, it would be a disappointment. Okay. And Haya, your treasury and burn rate, I know I sent you a check for my 55 cent warrants from a financing two years ago. Uh, how much war money did you receive? What's the treasury like? Yeah, we got quite a bit. It was, um, um, yeah, thanks for the check. We got it. Um, we got about $12, $11 million in the bank right now. Um, we will probably spend five, six or so before the end of the year. We still have some additional warrants, which are in the money, which are out there, which will come in in the next couple of months. Um, so we're still good. Well, well into next year. Um, of course, we, you know, we're not going to uh, go to the wall. So at the right time, maybe late this year, early next year, there might be another financing. But there are a lot of discussions going on in the background. There, there are many alternative ways of financing that, that we're looking at at the moment. I'm, I'm not suggesting that we will sell a stream or anything like that. Certainly not the idea. But um, right now, we're well-funded. We, we're very, very active and uh, no financing anytime soon. But at some stage, we'll have to do another one. Excellent. Well, hi, it was good to catch up with you. Thank you for this update. Uh, to learn more about the company, go to osinoresources.com. Company trades in Toronto under the ticker OSI, and you can also find it on the OTC in the States on the QB under OSIIF. Thanks for joining me today, Haya. Great. Thanks, Bill. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances 
uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really you could do really really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks, don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can, do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.